You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for my ailments, the health equivalent to Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine wackos at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And she who will do most anything for a glass of expensive wine, it's Lady Diagnosis. Hello, Dr. Steve. And Sensei AJ holding up the technical aspects of the show. Not really, but thank you for being here in case we have a technical issue. I do what I can. Okay. Uh, this is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347-Poohhead. If you're listening to us live, which you're not... Never mind. We're not broadcasting live today. Uh, but it would be 754 Bear Nip, which is my favorite. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine, Lady Diagnosis, and Dr. Scott WM, and visit our website at weirdmedicine.com or drsteve.com. For podcast medical news and stuff you can buy, or go to our merchandise store at cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, um, home theater installer, or whatever. All right, very good. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, it is uh, uh, mid to late September when this is going to be airing, and uh, we need to talk about flu shots. So, we're going to have uh, uh, Richard uh, David Smith calling in. He's one of the guys that was a late adopter of flu shots until he ended up on the ventilator with influenza. And now he's uh, my biggest ally on Twitter when it comes – he and his wife, Shatai. They came here. They were here. Okay. Um, uh, they are the uh, owners and um, uh, proprietors of Hyperphysics. That's H-Y-P-E-R-F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. And uh, they make a nerd-themed energy drink, which saved my ass on a 10-hour drive to uh, Florida uh, during the hurricane a couple of years ago. And uh, I drank two of those MFers. And, uh, uh, you know, it was like when I got there, it was like, well, can I keep driving? <laughs> so that's <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, so check out Hyperphysics. You can get it at Amazon. Uh, Amazon.drsteve.com, as a matter of fact. So, uh, but anyway. So what uh, was his um, reasoning for not wanting the flu shot? Well, he's like everybody else. Well, I don't need that flu shot. Mm -hmm. He doesn't talk like that. He's from Seattle. But, um, you know, that's my. So just a normal reason. Yeah, just normal reasons. Didn't think he needed it. He was young and healthy and thought it was stupid. Never got sick. Oh, I never get the flu. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. All the same shit we hear all the time. I'll play that role this, this time. 
Okay. Well, I've never had it. Never had the flu. Okay. Never gotten the shots either. Really? Well, okay. So, Me either. So here's the thing. Both of you guys are fucking stupid because he, uh, okay. So the influenza epidemic of 1918. Um, killed one percent. Killed one percent of the world's population, but that's not really the point. Only ten to thirty-three percent of people got it, so ninety percent of people didn't get it, right? And there is a lot of herd immunity now, so you're, the likelihood is you're less likely to be exposed to it. Um, you know, we had a bad flu epidemic last year. You know, we may may have had I don't know a hundred people got admitted to the hospital. Um, so out of the population of 40,000 in our area, or, you know, the outlying area is 100,000. So it was a one in a thousand chance, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you are playing Russian roulette with a bullet, you know, with, with a gun that has a thousand chambers and one bullet in it. But if you get that one bullet, you may be in big, big trouble. So... But if I you went know. to Vegas and played on the no, that's right. You would you would absolutely uh, bet all of those using. I see both. You sides. feel like you're using my words against me because I say that all the time. If I gave you those odds, you'd go to Vegas <laughs> and bet everything on black, and you would. Just but proving to you, I you wouldn't. To the show. But you wouldn't. Let me tell you something. There's one thing: if you're betting all all of your life savings, and there's a one in a thousand chance that you'll lose it. What if? The the you know there's a ninety nine percent chance that you'll uh, win you know that you'll win right but a one percent chance if you lose then they take you out back and shoot you in the fucking head now would you do it would you bet no. everything on that exactly and what does the flu shot cost you really nothing it's yeah. not painful yeah fourteen dollars mm-hmm. what are the side effects oh hell fourteen dollars uh, okay I so people will say oh I got the flu after I got no, the flu shot I don't so that. Uh, well you can't because mm-hmm. it was never alive the right. flu shot was never alive but what you can get is an inflammatory response which is what you want and those people will feel um, f- you know they may feel feverish they will not have a fever but they may feel feverish. Uh, they may have myalgias or muscle aches, and they'll say, well, I got the flu. Or every once in a while, you'll get somebody who had the flu vaccine on Monday, and they will get influenza on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Now, those people had already been exposed to right. it when they went to get their vaccine, but there's no way in hell that you will ever be able to convince them they didn't get the flu <laughs> from the flu vaccine. Oh, I'll convince you know. <clears throat> Now, I had, uh, I was, I guess, 59 is that right? I was 59 or – yeah, I was probably 59 when I got influenza. So last year? Two, no, three years no, ago. No, it was like three, four years ago. I'm he old. was being kind. He's never kind. So that wasn't what it was. He just He's shitty at math. No, I remember because he – because uh, first we thought you had a little sinus thing. And yeah. you got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I thought I had allergies. Yeah. You know, and I here I was going Talking to, to me. Going mm-hmm. to meetings and stuff and sneezing and coughing and saying, Oh God, it's just allergies because it was the same time of year I always get my allergies. And uh which um that's a whole nother topic because I haven't gotten allergies lately because I finally went and got allergy shots, but that's a whole nother thing. So uh but I woke up one morning and I felt really shitty and I asked my wife to take my temperature and it was a hundred and five. Now I had had the flu shot that year and I had been exposed to the flu mist because my kids had gotten it. And it's like, well that was worthless. Well let me tell you 
It wasn't worthless. I still got influenza, but I sailed through it. I mean, at 59 years of age, I was at risk of having a bad outcome. And uh, all the the worst thing that happened to me was I watched four seasons of Arrow on the CW. You poor thing. <laughs> because they made mm. me stay out of school for or stay out of school. That's, about, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Stayed out of work for a uh, for a week, and burn up a bunch of paid time off. So, um, mm-hmm. so even if you get the influenza, you're more likely to have a less severe case. Now let's talk about this year. So for the last two years, the flu mist which is the one that's a non-shot version. It is a live attenuated virus, meaning that one you actually can get influenza from. That's the whole point is you're supposed to right. get a much a much milder syndrome. My kids have gotten it. They've never gotten a fever. They never felt bad. They might sneeze a couple of times. And then they give it to me, uh, which is cool because I'm not allowed to get the flu mist vaccine. But the dirty secret is every household where a kid gets it, everybody gets it's, the vaccine yeah. because they transmit it. Mm. And uh, in the last two years, it was deemed to be worthless. This year, it's deemed to be quite effective. So they've reintroduced it this year. So if, you ha- if you're under 50, you can get the flu mist vaccine. Um, otherwise, you're going to get the shot. You can just go to your pharmacy. Uh, there are contraindications to it. You know, if you're allergic to certain things, mm-hmm. um, that can be a problem. And, uh, yeah, there, you know, there are rare, severe adverse effects, but um, they're so exceedingly rare that they're, the odds of you having one of those is much less than the odds of you getting influenza and dying. So um, let's see here. Uh, it says here for the 20, this is from CDC. 2018-29 season or 2019 season, the nasal spray flu vaccine uh, is again recommended option for influenza vaccination of persons for whom it is otherwise appropriate. It's approved for use in non-pregnant individuals two years through 49 years of age. So you can't be less than two and you can't be older than 50 um, or older than 49. Um, there's a precaution against the use of the live attenuated vaccine for people with certain underlying medical conditions, you know, and they, they'll ask you that when you go to get this. So why can you not be over 50? Well, what's the danger there? Uh, I'm not sure there is a danger. Uh, that wasn't, um, I, I, most of the time when this kind of thing comes up, they didn't study it in people over 50 because they thought there might be an issue. So it wasn't studied, so it's not approved. Um, what they'd be worried about, of course, the, the, the really young and the really old, and I'm in the really old category now. Um, <laughs> we are too. Are, um, are, are considered to be at risk. So they probably just said it's, in a, it's in a live virus. We're not even going to study it. Knowing full well that those people, if they have a kid who got it in the family, they're going to get the vaccine anyway, you know, right? Uh, It says here, flu vaccines have been updated to a better match. Uh, Circulating viruses, the B slash Victoria component was changed, and the influenza A, H3N2 component was updated. So anyway, um, uh, let me see. Cell-grown flu vaccine will be quadrivalent. In other words, you know, against four different proteins. And uh, let me see if they say anything else. Nah, nothing. So get the flu shot. Yeah, absolutely get the flu shot. Gentlemen. Uh, You should get a flu vaccine before flu begins spreading in your community. It takes about two weeks after vaccination for antibodies that protect against flu to develop in the body. So make plans to get vaccinated early in the fall. Now, 
What does that mean? I, I would go as late into October as you can. If you hear about it, people getting influenza in your community, just you, you've waited almost too long, go ahead and get it right then. And then just practice good hand washing and staying away from people who are sick and stuff like that. Um, the, uh, uh, the reason you want to wait as long as you can is because there's another study that recently showed that there's an 18% decrease in immunity every two weeks. So if you start at a hundred, then you get to, um, uh, you know, 90, no, uh, gosh, uh, 88, right? what did I say? No, 82. You said 18%. Yeah. 82. 82. So 82 and then whatever 18% of 82 is, it never gets to zero, but it starts declining pretty quickly. Uh, so you, um, uh, you know, in a particularly long flu season, there is some argument that you should get a second flu shot. But, you know, I'm not, I just, I would just like to get people to get their flu shot in the first place. All right. So I'll um, get mine. let me see here um, if there's anything else interesting in here. While flu deaths in children are reported to the CDC, flu deaths in adults are not nationally notifiable. In order to monitor influenza-related deaths in all age groups, the CDC tracks pneumonia and influenza-attributed deaths through the National Center of Health Mm -hmm. Statistics. And uh, uh, and they're looking at death certificates. So I'm just looking to see, uh, to answer your question, Dr. Scott, what are the rates of serious... Um, well, I was just looking at Guillain-Barre syndromes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, but it's, right. pre- it's rare. I mean, it's profoundly rare. Um, um, yeah. So anyway, I just decided to do this, and the CDC doesn't. The, the website I'm on right now doesn't have a big um, expose on the rates of severe adverse effects from the vaccine. So if you want to look for that, that's cool. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. In the meantime, let me uh, talk to you guys real quick about Untuck It, a new sponsor. 
It's never a good look when you untuck a long, bulky dress shirt, and you may think it makes you look casual, but more than likely it just ends up looking sloppy like uh, Sensei AJ. That's why Untuck It makes shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked. Casual shirt that's not too long, not too short, it's just right. And they're designed so well that GQ calls them, quote unquote, perfection. Now, they wanted to send me a free Untuck It shirt. Mm -hmm. I told them, don't bother. I already have four in my closet. I've been wearing these things since they first came out. Untuck It shirts are a go-to for any occasion from casual to dressy. One thing I will tell you is if you want a pocket, make sure that you get one that has a pocket. I've got to have a pocket. Mm -hmm. And... uh, um, some of them do not have pockets, so just be aware of that. I just kind of always assumed all shirts had pockets in them. So uh, just a little fun fact. Hmm. Um, uh, not only do they look good, they feel great, and I can attest to that. Uh, I love the fabric. They've got all kinds of different fabrics and uh, and uh, looks and stuff. And if you're a woman wishing you can have one of these, well, untuck it now. Make shirts for women, too. Yay. Oh, I should have gotten one for you, Lady Diagnosis. That would have been nice. Shirts for her that are casual, versatile, and designed to last. Log on to untuckit.com and check out all the new arrivals. Use the promo code MEDICINE. Mm. That's M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E for 20% off your entire purchase. Uh, you can also visit one of Untuckit's over 25 retail locations across the country. Stop hiding your shirt with your pants and your pants with your shirt. Untuckit.com, your solution to perfecting casual attire. Use promo code MEDICINE for 20% savings. That's untuckit.com. Untuckit.com. Thank you very much. Those are nice looking. They are nice looking, Mm -hmm. aren't they? They are. All right. Very good. All right. You want to take some phone calls? Let's do it. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. From some asshole on the radio. Wait, what? Number one thing. Don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. Wasn't sure what number that came up. All right, sir. Dr. Steve, I was had a question. Do you think that science will one day be able to make human blood uh, plasma platelets? Uh, just curious about that. What are your, your thoughts? It, it can't be more than just chemicals and compound chemicals, that kind of stuff. Just curious. What do you think? Yeah, platelets are really interesting. Um, they're not really even cells. They're kind of cells. They don't have nuclei, and they they um, perform a specific function in the body, which is to circulate around looking for damaged blood vessels, basically, uh, like when you cut yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, to uh, flood to that area and create a matrix around which uh, the body can then create um, uh, a scar, t- scar tissue. So the platelets aggregate, and then there's these all these clotting factors, and it's really complicated and amazing. Uh, sort of uh, mechanism for healing damage that we do to ourselves every day, mm. you know? And uh, so it would be a really good thing if we had artificial platelets because we could engineer them so that anybody could have them anytime they wanted them, not have to worry about people donating enough blood and all this kind of stuff. So um, uh, I'm looking at an article from 2000, 2010, Synthetic Platelets, nanotechnology to halt bleeding. So yes, these things are already being studied. Um, These uh, synthetic platelets were cleared within 24 hours at a dose of 20 milligrams per ml and no complications were seen out to seven days after infusion, the longest time point studied. 
These synthetic platelets may be useful for early intervention in trauma and demonstrate the role of nanotechnology can have in addressing unmet medical needs. So that's pretty effing cool. Um, I'm looking at something from 2015. Oh, well, let's look at something a little bit more um, recent. Here's from uh, Case Western Reserve. It's artificial blood platelets reduce bleeding and uh, break up clots. It says, patented artificial blood platelets developed by a Case Western Reserve University researcher, which have already proven to significantly reduce bleeding in mice and pigs. You know, these damn mice, they got it. They got it all going on. They've got a vaccine for um, like melanoma or something in mice. So like, uh, of course, I'm being silly. They test things in mice first, and then we got to see if they work in primates and pigs that are closer to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, insert your, your female male joke here that men are just like pigs. We get it. <laughs> Can you please stop bullshitting? Okay, sorry. sorry, I pushed the wrong the button. Question. That one worked just But they have feelings. Okay, but anyway... Um, they, uh, so they got to test it on this stuff, but you know, the, it, it is interesting that mice are getting all these, uh, advances before we are. Screw zombies, man. We're going to be attacked by mice. <laughs> <laughs> it says Anirban Sengupta, associate oh, yes. professor of biomedical engineering has received three patents for the artificial platelet designs, which can also be customized to deliver drugs to break up clots in treating heart attack and stroke, which would be very interesting. That's pretty cool. So these would be sort of anti-platelets where they would go to where there's damage but the clot, and then they would release, you know, TPA or some other clot-busting agent and break up the clot. So that's pretty freaking cool. Hmm. That means artificial platelets can be programmed to perform seemingly contradictory functions to either stop bleeding or reestablish blood flow. So uh, this is in pig and, and, and rat uh, murine models, this was one year ago, so I'm assuming that they've progressed further than that. And eventually, yes, we will have um, artificial blood products that we can use in the human body, which would be great. Because, you know, blood donors, for the longest time, you took blood from somebody after having surgery, and you were like, well, am I going to get that non-A, non-B hepatitis, which we now call hepatitis C, which we can now test for, but back then you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Or am I going to get HIV, which at one time we couldn't test for, but we were transmitting through blood transfusion. So, um, you know, it would be very nice to be able to uh, uh, have artificial versions of these things, just like um, fecal blood or fecal transplantation. Right. Um, you can. We now have a an artificial version of that called Repopulate, which is just hilarious. <laughs> That's uh, great. Wrong, wrong. Um, God dang it! Anyway, Soundboard's not working. I've got right. a new soundboard, and I don't know where everything is yet. And I, I, I just realized I didn't put the laugh up. Oh, there it is. So anyway, but Repopulate is artificial. Uh, uh, stool that you um, give to somebody through an enema, mm. and um, I I kind of like it better than taking probiotics. I got to be honest with you. They make a probiotic that uh, that my kid is now on that has nine hundred billion colonies in it. You know, the ones you get over the counter might have six billion mm, or, or thirty billion or ten billion, yep. something like that. It's had nine hundred billion, almost a trillion colonies, and it's expensive, it has to be kept in the refrigerator. 
but my concern about it is, and, and there are GI researchers that agree with me on this, that when you put it in the stomach and it has to go through the small bowel to get to the large bowel, because that's where we really want it, mm-hmm. some of it stays behind in the small bowel. And then you, it can increase your risk of getting that small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, overgrowth syndrome, yeah. you know. So, uh, that's uh, a mouthful. Yep. And, and that's, you know, those people, every time they eat, they feel bloated and they mm-hmm. get abdominal pain and diarrhea and stuff like that because they've got a bunch of bacterial colonies in the small bowel where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. So shoving it up your ass through, a, uh, through an enema is maybe a better way to do it. You know, Agreed. so can you not just put the probiotic up your ass instead yes. of poop up your ass? Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. That repopulates stuff. Yes, and I think you could do this um, probiotic as an enema. Sure, right. but you got to get it high enough. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You want to get it all the way up there, so you got to do the high, hot, and hell of a lot type enema. Your handstands. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't just do the one that just goes to the to the rectum. They and the can't. Sigmoid they can't colon. pucker when you're doing it right. That's right. They, they yeah. got to. They got to relax. Relax. Gotta go. So anyway. <laughs> all right. Flip them on the inversion table and. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my god. All right. Well, anyway. Um let me tell you about something else that's going on. Oh, can I? Oh yeah. Please do, Dr. Steve. Well, I, sh- I shall do so. Hey, don't forget about blueapron.com. blueapron.com/medicine. They deliver farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door and their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. They achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Dr. Scott and I do this, and uh, we love it. Dr. Scott's a pescatarian, so he gets a pescatarian menu. Yep, one fish and two veggie. Yeah, there you go. Every every week, yep. I, on the other hand, am an omnivore, and I get all kinds of stuff. Uh, Sensei, you should really try this. It is something that you can do with your kids yep. and it makes you cook more at home and there's zero waste because if they say you need two radishes you get two radishes that's what i like about it you yeah. know and you're not throwing stuff one away one ounce of white vinegar and you get like one yeah, ounce yeah, of white yeah, vinegar that's all you need you know it's yeah it's cool. awesome uh, you choose chef design recipes and they deliver fresh seasonally inspired ingredients they cook incre- you can cook incredible meals in as little as 20 minutes so let Blue Apron, do the meal prep for you, making back to school easier than ever. Dinners in less than 20 minutes. Quick and easy recipe options with insanely delicious flavors. It's things that you wouldn't normally make necessarily. That's what's exciting. They give you ideas of th- yeah. things to cool pair stuff, that yeah. you would have never and, made. And you can keep the, the recipe mm-hmm. card and you can make them again and again if mm-hmm. you want to. And uh, I have um, learned techniques that I never knew before. And yeah. I'm a pretty accomplished amateur chef. So um, whether you're looking for quick and easy meals or a full culinary cooking experience, Blue Apron, Blue Apron lets you choose from a range of recipe options. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com medicine. That's blueapron.com medicine. And get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey, Dr. Steve, I wanted to call and tell you that I ended up getting a flu shot this year. And um, in the past, probably about 15 years ago, I I got the flu shot and I got sick. And it's probably what you said. I was already 
had uh, symptoms or felt ill when I got the flu shot. So this time I feel absolutely fine, and I, uh, I definitely recommend it. Piece of cake. I did it at the uh, supermarket. They were they charged my insurance, and they also gave you a, a $10 gift card, so I got a big old sub sandwich. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty easy. Nice. So he, he won't get influenza, but he'll contribute to his uh, coronary artery risk. Dr. Steve, um, quick question. Serious question, obviously. Uh, an ejaculation which has been off-colored, almost a reddish, bloody, or brown. Um, did see a doctor about a year ago, um, and antibiotics, which cleared it up. But it's come back on maybe one or two occasions. It lasts about a week uh, from a darker color to a lighter color until it's just back to normal. Uh, any suggestions? Thank you. Okay, so he has hematospermia. And hematospermia is a uh, presence of new or old blood in the semen. I had it once when I was uh, uh, in a foreign country, and I was taking aspirin every day. And uh, I had a, uh, a an, an ejaculation session. Doesn't matter how I got there. Just suffice <laughs> it to ask. say that I, you know, ejaculated, and there was fresh <laughs> blood in it. And so I stopped taking aspirin for a little while, and it went away. And I went to an, um, my urologist, and that's when. I had the lovely oh Jesus um, scope up the yeah. cock hole yeah. that uh, hurt so bad that when I ran into somebody's car on the way, uh, you know, I just barely tapped them. But uh, I got out and looked and said, "Looks fine to me," and see ya. went home because it really felt like I was um, getting ready to piss out small little razor blades out of my penis. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when the police showed up at my house. Because uh, apparently somebody saw me do it, and then uh, uh, and and called him and gave him my um, my <laughs> my license number. Uh, I was like, there is no way that I did any damage to their car. I am quite convinced to this day that they took it, it, advantage of me leaving to say, oh, look at you know this broken headlight or whatever it was that they cl that they claimed. Uh, that they had done earlier and then blamed it on me, you know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so um, kids, it doesn't matter if you feel like you're going to piss razor blades out the end of your penis. Don't hit and run. If you hit somebody's <laughs> car, go Wait. get them to come out and look at it right then. Because if I had taken the time to do that, that wouldn't happen. But anyway. Um, Live and learn. So, uh, but what I learned from that in doing some research, and, and I kind of knew this before, but when it happens to you, it's a different thing. Um, that hematospermia is almost universally benign, right? And I can I've got a um, uh, a list of things that could be excessive sex or masturbation. Oops, chick. <laughs> Interrupted sex, prolonged sexual abstinence. Oops, chick. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some infections, rare infections. Every once in a while, you'll just get a prostate infection, mm -hmm. and that can cause it. Um, uh, ep epididymitis. Ugh. Yeah, seminal vesiculitis. Ooh, that's that's infection of the seminal vesicle. Mm -hmm. uh, so what they recommend is that the first time, if it goes away, you can ignore it or go see your primary care, and they can, they'll almost always put you on an antibiotic. And uh, then if it goes away, it's fine. But the second time it happens... You should be seen by a urologist. Mm -hmm. So, uh, d d 
did you? Did, who else had the scope up the cock? Me. You did. Oh Fuck yeah. Why yeah, did you? Yeah. yeah God Same thing. Yeah. Um, for prostatitis. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was a, a second time, and, and Woody wouldn't make sure that, that I didn't have something goofy up in my bladder. Ooh, yeah, mama. I'll never forget him cramming that thing in there and going, you're, you're, would you relax? You're fighting me. I'm yeah. like, you motherfucker. How can you fight somebody with just the sphincter in your in your bladder? Like, it's amazing. It's horrible. Hey, don't forget. Uh, so that's probably in your future. Hey, it's not the worst thing ever. And stay We're, hydrated. You know, stay hydrated. Yeah. Sometimes you can get a little... It ain't no it's the worst thing ever. It's yeah. not the worst thing ever. It's absolutely not the worst thing ever. We're most you know, likely benign. We're yep. saying shit for uh, comedic effect, but if they want to stick the uh, tube up your up your meatus, go ahead and Say do no. it. And just no, shut up. <laughs> Drink more water. You know, you, we can get sued for shit like that. No, no you do what they get tell you to do. No, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, if they tell you to do it, you do it. Of course, of course. Well, why else would somebody do it? You're not going to walk in and say, "Can I please have that." Oh, God. Some people Don't forget stuff.drsteve.com. That's stuff.drsteve.com. Uh, tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID for 33% off the best earbuds on the market for the price. Don't forget Dr. Scott's website, simplyherbals.net. Simplyherbals.net. You can just go to drsteve.com and there's links to that. And uh, uh, if you're interested in why would you be in... Uh, uh, archives of this show go to premium.drsteve.com and you can sign up there for a buck 99 a month thanks always go to dr scott lady diagnosis uh, sensei aj uh, listen to our sirius xm show on the faction talk channel sirius xm channel 103 saturdays at 8 p.m eastern when we're not preempted sunday at 5 p.m eastern on demand and other times at don wickland's pleasure many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy until next time check your stupid nuts for lumps Quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.